and welcome to another episode of Deal Talk. I'm Deal. Let's talk. My guest today is a talented author. Uh, he's Puerto Rican, so you know, you already know. Um, ladies and gentlemen, give a warm welcome to Daniel Ortiz. Welcome to the show, brother. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Uh, nice to be here. It's an honor. Um, so you have a book out, uh, The Inbox. Yes. Yes. Which is totally dope. Uh, uh, as we were talking before we started, uh, I told you I'm kind of a scaredy cat, um, <laughs> but I'm I'm dying to read it. Uh, is it a like a graphic novel or uh, a, a a a general book? It's it's just a general uh, book, um, and actually, um, a lot of people assume that the book is horror gory, but it's really not. It's uh, like we were talking about earlier. It's more yes. of a suspense thriller. Uh, so I find that a lot of young people and adults are enjoying the book, the story itself. So uh, I am working on something uh, regarding graphics mm. and animation and, and um, dope, dope. Yes, I, I saw I saw your trailers, your your your, your uh, animation trailers on 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 YouTube, which is it's fucking dope. Uh, yeah. it, it's really fucking cool. Yeah, I can't say too much about it, but I am very excited to release that project next month. So, yeah, that's dope. So, like, let's go a little bit back before we, we get into the book. Sure. What made you what inspired you to start writing uh, short stories or, or, or your stories in general? Uh, well, writing goes back to third grade, actually. I'm not sure if, you know, you recall the dioramas that we used to do these projects in school. It was like a a story within a shoebox. Yes, yes. So um, my first diorama was actually when it all started for me because I was able to create my own story in a shoebox. And uh, from there on, I continued just writing short stories in my notebook after school. Uh, it, It would come to the point where I found myself even um, going to the library just to write, just to write. But I do want to say that uh, the dioramas started, started all of it, just creating my own uh, story within a shoebox. From there on, I just, you know, it just elevated. I just kept writing and writing and I didn't stop well into uh, middle school and then high school and then college. It, it just something that stuck with me uh, since third grade. Wow, that's amazing! That's amazing. Now, is this your first project you actually uh, actually produce, or you yes. have a you have a a couple of? Well, yes, this is my first published uh, short story, um, and yeah, I, I looking forward to releasing more to the public and sharing more of my writing with everyone else. Um, yeah. Uh, this is my first published book, and I'm really proud of it, actually. Well, it's dope. It should be. It's really dope. Um, so th- your writing process, was it like, is this a story? Like, I know a lot of people that write and just have it there sitting, and then, you know, later of the years, they do something, or it's something you you just, you know, you started writing, boom, 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 and you finished it, and, and now we publish it. How was, how was that that journey? Yeah, well, the inbox took about four months to write. Um, it was a lot longer than it is now. Uh, there was some stuff I had to chop out, edit, cut out, add. Um, but my writing um, process is 
just sitting on the laptop and just letting my thoughts flow. I don't do outlining. I don't do mm. any. And I respect that from, you know, other writers do, yes, yes. do it that way. Uh, but all I really need is just to sit with an open mind and just have a view. That's all I need. It could be That's like beautiful. a window and then my mind just flows that way. Um, and when I do start writing, it's I can't stop. So it's just like I, I go back to it every day and I'm adding more. I'm taking away more. Uh, but yeah, that's my writing process. <laughs> dope, dope. What, 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 what inspires you like to write something such amazing as you wrote with the inbox? Like, where do you, where do you get those ideas? Like, do you, is something you have just lingering or just, I don't, you, you know, uh, 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 like a light bulb goes off and you, all right, I got this idea. Uh, that's a tr- tricky question because I feel like it's a little bit of all, all of that. Yeah. It's a little bit of one day waking up and it's just there, you know, and then uh, it, it, there's other times where I could just be watching a movie or be outside at the park and it just something just clicks. A story just starts developing in my head. So I, I'm really not sure how to answer that, but that's how, you know, that's how I uh, come up with my creativity, being outdoors or just like watching something. And I'm like, whoa, well, watching a movie. And I'm like, if the story ended this way, and then I'll think to myself, oh, maybe I should just write something different. Yeah, something different, something with a better ending uh, a twist on it there's always something you can yeah, or a better intro or yeah it just yeah so it's a little bit of all of that you know that's 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 awesome that's awesome are you are you thinking about ever like writing a play or a script or, or something that other than you know like are you interested in the near future and other adventures when it comes to writing yeah i'm very open-minded very open-minded to whatever you know Falls on my plate. I'm pretty open to exploring more of my creativity and offering more of, you know, my craft. If it comes to uh, screenwriting or playwriting, um, I'm, I'm down for it. Anything that has to do with writing, I love. So, yeah. That's dope, man. I'm happy to hear that. Um, there's a there's a lot of talented writers out there. Um, you're one of them, obviously. You know. Um, you know the the that you know how do I put it that that transition in writing right like do you have are you one of these writers that are like all right I gotta is what this is the first rough draft you know second rough draft like is that is 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 it one you know or twice or do you have a, a lot of rough drafts when it comes to of, writing it's a you lot know? of rough drafts yeah um, and um, it could be overwhelming but. For some reason, I find it very fun, and um, I learn a lot from it, actually. I learn a lot. I, I'm, I'm more of a better writer than I was when this first came out. I feel, I know, um, I see it, I'm being told. So um, a lot of rough drafts, but, you know, it, it was all worth it. It just helped me become a better writer, um, you know, to, to readers, to my readers. That's dope. Do you... Do you listen to you, your, your, uh, the people who critique you at all? <laughs> like, please, like, please, no, because, you know, people, people are going to talk shit regardless, you know? 
You're right about that. People, you know, before writing the book, I didn't tell anybody that I was writing a book. No one, my partner, all my family didn't know. It was just something about not wanting that kind of negative energy or side eye, like, hmm, what what do you mean you're writing a book? You know, it's just, I felt like I needed to protect my mind during that time and my craft and, and, and focus on the story. I really felt like it was something that needed to be put out there for some reason. And uh, yeah, I actually dropped the bombshell and everyone found out um, online. I didn't call no one up or anything. It's just like, let me just post Boom. See what my family and my friends are going to say, you know, and they're like, you didn't, you never said you were writing a book. Like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I really wanted to share it with you, but look, it's out there. Go read it. Go like, buy it. Go buy it. Like, support me, you know. But um, yeah, also when I'm writing, I, I do tend to kind of close out. Um, I, I do not like to share too much of what I'm creating. Uh, I just like to get the work done and then put it out there like a like a prize. Like. Yeah, man, I, I could totally understand why would you, you know, you would do something like that because, you know, you tell somebody and you got so many distractions or you yeah. have somebody, you know, tugging you and you're like, can I read it? Can I read it? Can I read it? And and it's like you sometimes you lose momentum, you yes. get sidetracked and, and it's not the same. So it takes you even longer. And there were some people, you know, who I, you know, I, I just didn't want that. Oh, but what if you add this to your story or take away this part or add this or what if this? Ha-? I don't want to hear any of that. I felt like I was going in the right direction here with this story. Um, and yeah, um, it's out now. It's out to the world. It's available worldwide, actually. And I'm really proud of that. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> oh, you look proud. You sound proud. And and. You know, to reach and, you know, I was talking to this uh, with my sister the other day. Um, You know, some people don't even go past writing the title. Yeah. Everybody wants to write something, but they don't even write their name on the piece of paper. Like I went to, I don't know if you know, Zay Rodriguez. Yes. He's, uh, I just met him. He's a great, he's a great human being. Uh, He helped, he, he helped produce this, uh, this uh, mini movie called uh, Judy's Confession, which is is fucking good, uh, man. And as good as funny, it has a beautiful um, message to it towards it. Um, and I was, it took me two hours and thirty minutes to get to Philly to watch it. Um, and I and I was talking to my uh, my sister, right? And I was like, you know, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. You have to appreciate it because there's some people don't even don't even write their name on that paper. Yeah. They don't even write the, you know, they have so much thoughts and ideas, but they don't capitalize it. And it's only a few, you know, it may seem like a whole ocean of people that write, but it's not really that much. No, there isn't. No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> and, and there's also people who, you know, would present ideas to you and they're like can you write for me can you write this story for me and i'm like I'm, i i wish i can but i can't you yeah know? yeah i um, i hired uh i have my small company dream inspire team i hired i hired hired three intern writers they wanted to write they wanted to write so i i had this idea of something 
And I, you know, I got it. I joined them together and, you know, we created a schedule and where I, you know, minimum once a week we get together and we start writing three, I think three to four months went. And every time we recap, we don't write nothing down, write nothing down. And I got so unmotivated. I get yeah. so like, I'm, you know, I'm a person and I'm impatient as it is. Right. But I've learned that like, you only worry about the things you're, you're actually doing. Exactly. And I realized that in that project, four months have gone by and nothing was done. Wow. So I avoided, you know, everybody's contract. Um, I, I was speaking to individual, they speak to them individually, you know, they all want to do something. But it's my question. My, you know, my answer is, you know, I sound like an asshole, but like, I gave you an opportunity to do something. Right, right. Why we didn't, what happened Did we didn't capitalize on that? Yeah. So, you know, to see someone like you, especially a Latino, you know, Puerto Rican, you know, yeah. see, you know seeing us uh, slowly, you know, get into that, this culture of writing and expressing and having ideas, you know, and doing all this thing is, I get so overwhelmed with joy and happiness because we're doing it, yes. you know? I agree. I agree. There's nothing better than being surrounded by a group of people with open minds and creativity. It's just, you know, it helps. It helps. I mean, you, I love to be surrounded by singers and like other writers or like screenplay writers or like, you know, all of that just helps your creativity as a person. It's very important to surround yourself with people who kind of share the same mindset as you when it comes to their goals and what they want to achieve in life. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. The did, you, doing yeah. <laughs> did you, did you go to college to uh, like, you know, like write and whatnot? I'm actually in college. Currently, I have one more year under my belt at Columbia. Nice, congrats. My major, thank you. My major is English literature. So I do plan to take this further. You know, Next I want level. to teach writing. I want, I want to teach grammar. I want to open kids' minds. You know, like it, it's important. It's important, especially in today's age where everything's a screen. You know, like a screen yeah. time. Like everyone's traded everything that we can do outside of home, like for screen time. And I just want to open up people's minds to seeing that the world is bigger. When you read, you create a world. And I don't know, but for me, that's just mind blowing. No, I totally, I I totally understand. With the younger generation too. Yes, yes, yes. It's very, very important. Have you ever thought about like doing audio, you know, your books that you create also incorporate them to audio books? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am looking into that actually uh, further down the line, mm. further down the line. I would love to have that done. Uh, but in the meantime, I really want to push these books out there and yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um that's totally dope. Uh, have you have you done any lately, like any book signings or any places? No, no, uh, not, I didn't set myself up for that just yet. Um, this is my first book, so I'm still getting the hang of things and how this works. 
So, you know, if it happens along the line, then, you know, glory to God. <laughs> um, I'm open for it, you know, but, you know, in the meantime, I'm uh, just starting out this. And, and, and it's so far, it's just been a great journey for me and I'm happy and I, I can't wait to see where it's going to lead me later on, you know? So, that, yeah. Any, any ideas or, or stories that that helped you like write them down because you were in this COVID pandemic stuff? Like, did you, any, did anything inspired you? Did you learn anything that helped you as a person throughout this, this whole pandemic issue we had or we're still going through? Yeah, actually, um, when the pandemic started is when I started writing the inbox, actually. Um, my mind was just so loud and I, I just felt to put this story together. Um, I as well had some other books that I was reading at the time. Uh, R.L. Stein books. He's one of my favorite authors. Um, I was reading Fear Street. So um, I was kind of influenced by him, uh, his okay. books, um, his stories at the time. And um, it just pushed me every day to write, actually. So I would say it was actually reading uh, other thriller suspense books that got me through the pandemic and got me through writing this, this story. That's, that's awesome. Source of inspiration. Like what, what other genres do you enjoy? Like you would, t- you would tell yourself, mm, I would like to write something like this. Um, I would or, 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 wanna... or is it anything that inspires you? Like if right now you get inspired by a love story, you know, that's what I'm going to do. I don't know. I think my mind is shifting now, as you could see, like what I've posted on my Instagram, uh, which is coming in October. I want to kind of push into the comic book. Nice. I'm a you huge know, comic book fan. Yeah. Like try that out. Um, I have an amazing illustrator who's been, you know, putting this project together for me. and. I, he's happy with me. I'm happy with him. If this can go any further, then, you know, I'm, I'm all for it. But yeah, I, I, you know, I have my mind open to many things, but right now I do uh, want to push towards a comic book kind of thing. Yeah. That's dope. What was, uh, growing up, what was your favorite comic book to read? Or do you have one? Yeah. Uh, the Spider-Man comic books, they were all my favorite. Um, I collected a, many of them, which um, I believe my mom still has stored in her basement somewhere. Uh, but yeah, I was a big Spider-Man fan and I had all of his comic, well, most of his comic books as a kid growing up. So yeah, that was another inspiration for me growing up. Dope, dope. Do you know who is, do you know who is the Scarlet Spider? I've heard. Yeah, I've heard about this. <laughs> Are you excited about the movies about to drop? Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about all of those movies, actually. Um, yeah, I think it looks great. Sounds great. Looking forward to it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, like, so now the pandemic hit. You started writing this awesome book. You know, how was it, you know, 
were you one of those that that you know was crazy because you had to stay stuck in your house or was it like finally i get to sit back let me you know bah, 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 write this down honestly I'm, I'm i'm a homebody so i enjoy staying home uh so when the pandemic hit um something good came out of it because it, it kind of closed me in to get back to my writing because I had abandoned it for some time. Uh, you know, like in my early twenties, uh, you know, going through life changes. Yes, yeah. And um, I kind of stopped writing for some time. So I feel like the pandemic definitely closed me into remembering my gift and writing. So yeah, I, I, in some ways I am grateful for the pandemic because of that. Because, you know, if that never happened, I probably would have never published this story, this book. So, yeah, it was very challenging. Um, but something good came out of it. And, yeah, that's, I actually that's... didn't mind staying home at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I, I did the same thing. You know, I, I started this podcast. I, I went full time with my wife, real estate. You know, I, I've, you know, now I'm, you know, I'm home now. I'm, I'm a full-time dad, which when I was working for other people, you know, I was just that guy who paid the bills and showed up <laughs> late at home, you know? Um, but it, it's, you know, it, it's these stories that I, I truly enjoy because a lot of people, you know, took a, a, a long vacation when the pandemic hit. They really, you know, they rarely came and, and, you know, how do I put it? They, they, you know, they didn't look their stuff in the mirror and says, and this is the time that, you know, I want to use to either get fit, learn something, start something, you know, yes. and, and, you know, I'm very happy and proud to hear you. You know, you, you are very few individuals that were like, Hey, I got to take accountability. I have this talent. Um, you right. know, um, you know, I'm going to use this time. Right. And I'm going to do this. And you did it, man. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And congratulations to you, too. Um, yeah, like you said, the, the pandemic was actually the perfect time for reflection and um, perfect time to make adjustments. Yes. And, and either get back to your old passions or start new ones, you know. Um, so, yeah, very few people, um, unfortunately, probably didn't see past that, you know, you know that something good can actually come out of it. True, true, very true. Here we are today. <laughs> I see you got that beautiful flag behind you. Yes, this is my flag. <laughs> right on, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Proud LGBTQ. Yes, yes. Has your, um, has you been supported? Yes, yes. Um, so I just moved to... Fort Lauderdale, where I'm at now, from Brooklyn, from New York. And uh, when I began writing the book, um, I was getting some emails because I, I, I kind of was putting it out there that, hi, I'm new to the area, um, would love to connect with you regarding like talking about my book. And right away, I was accepted. People here in Fort Lauderdale were amazing. The community here, 
amazing, beautiful. They called me right away. They said, we want you on podcast. We want you in a magazine. Like we want you to beautiful, talk about beautiful. So it's been great. I've been receiving awesome support uh, here in South Florida. And that's another thing I'm grateful for because uh, I moved here in the middle of the pandemic. Wow. So that was very challenging for me too to adapt from a big city like New York and come to like, you know, the quiet side of Florida. Uh, but I did it. Um, and, and now the inbox is born. The inbox is here. And I, I'm excited to, you know, continue that and share it with everyone else. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. How, how do you like, what do you like better? You like Brooklyn or, or, or Florida? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know, I, I, I will always love my city. Yeah. Born and raised in Brooklyn, Bushwick. Love my city. But I, I, I like the laid back life here. I like that I could hear my thoughts. You know, I, I like that I'm not always rushing to go somewhere or rushing to go see someone or do something. Um, people here are also very friendly, very nice, very welcoming. So I have to say that South Florida is my favorite right now. Oh, man, that's beautiful. But that's growth, you know, that's that's growth, growth as a person. You know, I... I unfortunately still live in New Jersey. I still got to deal half of the shit you, you just mentioned, you know, and um, I, I grew up in Puerto Rico, right? So the majority of my life was over there and I miss it because it was quiet. You yeah. know, everybody was real polite. Um, and here it, it's a different animal. You know, the days go back quick. You know, I remember, you know, growing up, you know, the days were longer, you know, you can enjoy it a little bit more than here. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm still in the hood, so I, I, I hear, you know, people arguing, gun shooting, <laughs> you know, but. Sirens going off. Yeah, yeah, left and right, left and right. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I, I, I get your, your, your peace of mind. That's yeah. the most important part that you get you know this you could turn it off and hear where you're thinking because over here you can't even see the fucking stars <laughs> like literally you know <laughs> that is so true i don't think i've ever seen a star in new york um but yeah it, it's been a very smooth transition and i've adapted so well here too i thought i was gonna have trouble I thought I was going to have trouble, you know, I was born, raised in in the Big Apple, and I thought it was going to take some time, but I I adapted right away, right away. It was almost like if I belonged here the whole time. Um, But yeah. Plus, you you, you know, like you said, you had support, you had amazing people that, you know, you probably wouldn't get that New York shit you know that 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 helped you out was there for you you know and that's sometimes that's all we need is support yeah you know um fuck it hey man you're you're writing a book you're doing your thing you're moving you're living the best life you you can try (laughs) but that's all that's all we can do yeah that's all we can do beautiful to just see it from you know from when I step back and I see everything that's been done and accomplished, just very, very, very proud of myself. You know, very proud. How hard did you have to work for all that? 
<laughs> very, very hard. It's very hard. Yeah. And that's like, what's... I said, like I had abandoned writing for a long time. It was always my passion. Uh, and I went through the growing pains, you know, like we have to, you know, I, I, my life was up and down, up and down. And then just one day it just all made sense. See, talk, talk a little bit about that. Right. Because this is me as a person, right. When I have people watching, right. My viewers or my listeners, this is what I want my guests to talk about their struggle because we live in it in an, in an era where, you know, people are telling us that you want to make, you know, a hundred, you know, you want to drive a Mercedes, you want to make a hundred thousand, but they think that it can happen overnight. No. And it doesn't, you know, it takes struggle. It takes work. It takes sacrifices. It, it takes sometimes you can't even sleep, you know, or eat, you know, like to get where you want to go. Exactly. You know, I think, I mean, I'm sure you can relate. You're Latino too, but you know, like nothing's ever handed to us. We really have to grow up and make something out of ourselves. Yes, 100%. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, the growing pains were very uh, tough, but they, they, they shaped me. They molded me uh, into who I am today. And I, I, I'm very grateful. I didn't see it then, but I, I, I see it now. I see why I had to go through the ups and downs in my life before uh, it's all to get me here, you know, and, and there's peace here. So I'm grateful for that. And peace is happiness. Yes. Peace is happiness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, the struggles were real. Uh, a lot of transition, a lot of, uh, you know, um, I had first came out the closet when I was about 23 23 years old. Uh, I grew up in a very strict household, Pentecostal, uh, very oh, religious. Man, I feel you. I, I, I was a I was a neighbor. I was a neighbor a couple, so I know. I know. Oh man, that must have been hard. It was very tough. It was tough to struggle with my sexuality for so many years, and then at 23, 22 or 23, I, I really can't remember, but. I just felt like enough was enough. I just had to live in my truth, accept who I am, and just move forward. And fuck know? it. And fuck it. Live I, your happiness. I didn't want to follow rules anymore. I didn't want to um, be told how to dress, how to talk, uh, what to wear, uh, who, to, who to be friends with my whole life. Like, it just wasn't who I am, you know? So when I broke free from that, I found myself then going through new experiences as a gay man now. And that's when, you know, like, you know, I stopped the writing, a lot of things just came my way. A lot of things just helped shape me and, and it was all worth it. It really was. Yeah, man. That's, that's the most important part, finding who you are. Yeah. And, and where you, you know, you feel happiest at the most. Uh, first of all, thank you for sharing uh, uh, your story, right? I appreciate that. And I can just imagine how difficult um, it is for you, you know, and, you know, because sometimes as we get older, we still haven't uh, overcome certain traumas. Right. You know, and but once we come to acceptance, it'll be it, it's 
a little bit more smooth to navigate them, right? Right. Yeah. Like, absolutely. like especially being Pentecostal, bro. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it's hard, you know. Like my yeah. my aunt, her name is uh Elisa Martinez, aka Titiichi. <laughs> this woman, she's a lesbian, right? This woman, you know, I, I remember one time uh she she called everybody in the family to say that she was coming out and you know we you know i i remember having this conversation with my mom and we all looked at her like and right you know we, it never changed who she was it never changed what she was about we loved her the same she, yeah. that woman taught me how to fight that woman taught me how to fucking survive in the streets you know yeah. like it's um, it's uncanny on how this world could treat you because you're different, right? And it's yeah. so unfair. Yeah, it's so unfair. Yeah, you know. And all my aunt wanted was to, you know, like you live her life, be happy, and fucking, you know, drink some Hennekens and enjoy <laughs> life. <laughs> That's it. Ain't, ain't rocket science yeah. for that shit, right? That's it. Make something of yourself and just keep it fucking moving. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, I'm grateful and she's a woman, you know, I'm grateful, you know, for having her in my life. Like that woman taught me how to box and I will (laughs) fuck motherfuckers up. You know, not a lot of people can say that that shit. You know, I love that. You know, and we will have these, you know, we back then we owned the bar and she would have our friends, you know, there's one Beba, Mari, uh, and, you know, there was one that was Julio, but we called him Juliana. Um, And they were like the best times of my life, just spending time with them. They were being so happy, so humble. You know, I learned the you know the real the realest lessons I've learned in life is through them. Wow, you know, yeah. Um, and you know, I, I, I've I've you know as I'm getting I'm about to fucking cheer up. My bad. Um, as I'm growing older, I've you know I've you know life hits you with so much shit, bills, right. kids, fucking finance, jobs, and I can you know I. I went after 10 years back, right? It's my 30th birthday. And um, I've never, I, I never wanted to go back, right? I, I, I'm done. I didn't want to, my, my wife took me, obligation. <laughs> and um, I, I had sent her this, this G-Shock watch I had, right? And I got there and um, it was dead. It hasn't been like without a battery for a year and you know you know i'm i'm going to puerto rico because of my birthday but you know i'm hustling on a budget yeah and i, I went i saw it there and i asked what happens to the watch because i don't know you know Montana Bateria has had batteries so i i took it and you know i drove to the pueblo because that's a fucking other thing you got to drive there's no there's no buses enough like that as far as hell and i put battery on it and you know you know, I got back to my grandma's house and I sat in front of her and I was like, give me your hand. And I started kissing her hand and, and, and rubbing it because those hands were the ones that cooked my meal, taught me how to fight. Yeah. And, you know, I, 
I, I took the watch out of my pocket and I put it on her on her hand. And you know, I'm I, you know, I started crying and said, I'm sorry, I've taken so long. Wow. You know, so long to show you my appreciation. You know, you know, it took me so long to come back home. It took me so long to say thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And this is a woman who who raised a daughter on her own that at one point um her parents didn't want to hadn't wanted to do nothing with her because you know she came out of the closet like one would say but she she's been so impactful in my mom's life and my cousin's size and my and, and you know a good chunk of my family right and i and i told her i'm sorry and you know i'm sorry this is too much i can do it's it's you know take a fucking watch put some batteries on it so it can work you yeah. know because you know, financially, I'm, I wasn't like, you know, where one was like to be, you know, and, you know, she, you know, she started crying, she started crying and she hugged me and, you know, that I never asked for much. Something like that means the world to me, she said. Wow. And, um, wow. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's difficult, man. So I, you know, when you say you came out of the closet, 23 and you had to go with this you know religious family i i know how you feel you know yeah. i'm not I, I i'm not in your same shoes you know uh but i've been around some awesome people and you know the only thing i could do is try to you know keep their name alive give them their props and throw them flowers right right exactly you know? they deserve it yeah 100 sure. percent. yeah yeah wow <laughs> Thank you for sharing that story. I appreciate that. Yeah, and it's just, this is for everybody, you know, that that's still in fear that they can't come out. And fuck that. Fuck what anybody thinks. Right. You know, right. nobody defines your happiness but you. You know, yeah. be you, be happy, shit. I, I, owned a, uh, I own a small t-shirt printing business. My biggest order has become uh, from this club, the Lao... Law 26 in Jersey City. It's a pride club. Okay. The biggest supporter, the biggest, you know, people that help me is them. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you know. Always. I yeah. feel like that's why, like, when I when I released the book, my my first um target was my community. Yes. My community. Uh there's nothing gay within the story yet. But I just felt like this was something my community would enjoy reading too. Definitely, definitely. They have always been very but, supportive. But we gotta we gotta break that stereotype because yeah. because a lot of people like it gets me irritated when you know because you're gay, you 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 know you write a book or write something and it automatically has to be gay. You gotta stop that shit. They, you know yeah, yeah. that that means nothing. Yeah. That means nothing, you know? Yeah. And it, yeah, it was just not something I felt to incorporate in this first story um, yet. But yeah, um, the community was always very welcoming. They, they they received the story really well. Like I said, they put it in the magazine and all. Like they have always been the biggest support system in my life since I came out. They were my family. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, 100%. So they were the first ones I ran to. I'm like, listen, I just put out a book. I need your help because I know they can do it. I know they will help. I know they they support small businesses. They believe in small dreams. 
And yeah. And and little did you know that's all you needed was support. Whether you're gay, straight, a woman, a man, that's that's all you ever needed, you know. That's what Dream Inspire Thing is all about. Yes. And you, my friend, are a certified dreamer who inspired others and will inspire many to obtain whether it's accepting themselves or you know, writing a book or doing anything. That's all that's all you ever needed was some positive reinforcement. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that is I, all I needed. Yeah, that's all. You know, I, I, uh, I reached out to Zay because he posted when you the book, so I was like, "Oh, that's dope." And uh, I sent you an inbox where you wasn't responding, so I, I hit up Zay. <laughs> I was like, "Zay, I want him on. I, I want him on the podcast. I want to talk to him." <laughs> I do apologize for that. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about. It. But yeah. They actually hit me up. He was like, hey, are, we, are you still cool for the interview? I was like, shit, yes, I am. I am. <laughs> is Zay, man, he's, a, he's an incredible individual, man. He's funny as fuck. <laughs> I met him the first time uh, Saturday. Uh, God bless his soul, man. He's another one that, that's just, you know, pushing for greatness. Right. Like he, he is an awesome human being. Yeah. And he also he, he loves horror. Like he's, yeah. he's a fanatic. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I first came out with the inbox, him and I were on FaceTime. And this was a year ago or two years ago, a year ago, I want to say. And I had brought up the inbox story. I, it wasn't written or anything, but it was just an idea, you know, at the time. And I was talking to him about it. And, um, Later on, I just winded up writing about it and it became a, a short story. But yeah, um, that's why I say it's very important to surround yourself with like-minded people. Yes, yes. They, they, they kind of challenge you in that way to open up your mind, to like um, kind of push you, motivate you, encourage you, you know. And yeah, he's, a, he's an awesome guy and uh, I'm very fond of his work and everything he's doing. He, yeah, man be going places yes 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 that that he is but you know once you you know is i learned this the hard way you know i moved over here and i was just like a, a lost puppy like honestly like it took it took you know bumps and bruises to me understand that you know you want to do something or you want you know you just want to progress yeah just just progress in life you know, you got to surround yourself with people that want have the same ideas, if not better, challenge you to better yourself, you know, and I remember I didn't have that, you know, like everybody wanted to go clubbing shit in Puerto Rico, like in Puerto Rico, you're young, you, you go to a club at a very young age, like at 13, I was clubbing, right? Like, it's it's a different lifestyle. Um, so when I, you know, when I got over here, I would just want to make my money and and find a way to progress right like i was very into real estate at a very young age i, I wanted to own land just didn't know how to work and when i moved here the people that I, you know i called friends i thought were friends they wasn't about that yeah you know yeah. so when you say that it's it's that's key in a lot of success for anybody right yeah, it's important for us to all stick together i realized that too you know, I realized that um, very recently, actually. Yeah. 
realized, yeah, I realized that it's very important to surround myself around like-minded people or people who are also creative or, or um, people that I trust that I can share my craft with. And they'll be like, that's a great idea, you know, and kind of challenge me to think harder, think better, and just be better as a, as a writer, as a creative person. Um, but yeah, for a long time, I, I was just surrounding myself with uh, stagnant people who were complacent, who were comfortable and, and weren't necessarily doing much with their lives. And I, I feel like as a human, it's our, it's our human nature to just evolve and to Yes, yes, yes. And if you don't feel that, if you're still stuck on... 2012 or or what happened last year how are you how do you expect to grow how do you expect to be a better human um if you're always in the same spot doing the same thing with the same people you know what i mean yes who who don't believe in you you know you could be friends with someone for many years and the minute that you start uh growing all of a sudden there's they're offended they're you know they yeah, kind yeah. Of hide on you yeah, like yeah. what are you doing you start looking at you sideways yeah and it's okay you know me recently i learned that it's okay that you outgrow people I mean, that person's not a stepping stone they're they're really nothing you know you know disrespectful wise right but it's okay to outgrow people. Right. You know, I I don't have a lot of friends. And for me to consider you as a friend, shit, it's a lot, right? And I've, you know, I, I've come to realize that, you know, it's okay. I'm here, yeah. like, worrying about that. You know, me and you came from, you know, where we grew up, right? So there's a lot of people that can't say that but I'm trying to do this in life and you're not right. You know, and we can sit back and talk about the same stories we've talked about millions of times. You can laugh our ass off, but it doesn't change the fact that that's all it is. And I, and I, and I want more, I want more greater memories. I want to create new and better things. I want to progress. Right. And that's okay. Yes. I agree. <laughs> that's that's totally okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember when it hit me. I was like, you know, it was a little. Um, was it scary? It was sad. I was yes. really. Sad. I was yes. really sad because it's like I wish I could take you with me because I feel like, uh, like I could help you, but at the same time, it's like you got your own thing going on. Like you can't just. Yeah. If you, if you feel like you're always pushing people to be better, but you're not, it, you're not changing your, your, your surrounding, you're not changing your circle, you're, you're just busy trying to push people to be better, but where is that taking you? Nowhere. I just felt like I was stuck for a long time trying to help people level up, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I totally it wasn't agree. working, they were just too comfortable with where they were. And I was like, listen, I'm getting older. I have dreams. I have goals. I need to get back to my writing. I, I, 
I got to leave you behind. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I totally, I like one thing about me, I've always been a fan. Like I've always tried to write my own comic books. Like I, one day I'm going to do it, but certain things have to step, you know, right. Uh, or produce movies. Like I, that's something I've always loved. You know, I've always tried to do, you know, and I've always tried to do it with people, you know, and I come to realize that if I want to do everything, like if I want to do everything I want to do, I got to do it on my own. Right. Right. Like let's, let's take this whole podcast scenario. Right. It's something I've always wanted to do. Right. I just I, I kept, hey, maybe if you come with me, we'd be co-hosts and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. And everybody would tell me, yes, yes, yeah, sure. You know, or, or the great word for sure. For sure, we'll do it. And four years passed. And nothing. And nothing. Well, comic book ideas, let's do something. Well, perfect example story I told you with the script writers and nothing. And, you know, January 4th, 2021, here I am talking to the talented Daniel Ortiz. <laughs> you know, I, I did it. Podcast, like you yeah. did it on your own, man. Yeah. Seriously. Part of, you know, leveling up is leaving the old behind. Yes. Not to. Yes. Because now you have this going for you and now you develop new friendships. You develop... Yeah new connections, new relations, new, you're networking, you're meeting a whole bunch of different new people. Yes. Yes. That's amazing. That's what we're here to do. Yes. We're here to love. We're here to grow. We're here to learn from each other. And I wish everyone had that mindset, you know, but it's fine. That's fine because you do have people like you and I, you have people like Zay and many others, you know, who encourage each other, who push each other, who actually want to see one another grow be better and that's what's most important yes 100 percent. yes 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 and i remember i was having this conversation with my partner when my my book first came out and i told him i was like you know like i really don't care if people never read my book i am just happy that it's finally out there because this is something i've always wanted to do since i was a little boy and now it's out there and that just brings me such a deep-rooted satisfaction to know I wrote a book and now it's available worldwide. Yes, yes. Amazing. And I don't yes. care. You know, like I told them, I, I don't really care if people didn't pick it up or people didn't buy it or friends didn't buy it or family didn't buy it. It's out there. In one way or another, like my name is on there. There you go. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Post it up, post it up, okay? I want, I want people to see. Go yeah. check out Daniel Ortiz, the inbox, out now. Yes. That's yes. a dope cover. Yes. Pretty That's creepy. It. So yes. uh, the inbox, uh, just to give a little. Yes, give, give, a, give a little yeah. description. So, yeah. So the inbox follows the story of uh, a 23-year-old, Devon Owens. And now he's the main character of the story. Uh, and he's a college student who embarks on a journey of self-discovery um, as he sets out for a place uh, of his own apartment. So he goes online um, and one day he receives an unexpected message from a stranger who's posing as a realtor 
she poses as a realtor to lure him in to a deep diabolical dark trap. And you have to read, you know, to find out whether he makes it out alive or safe, you know, or just so that's, <laughs> that, you know, that same concept. It's what, you know, everybody has every day, you know, you know, many like uh, creepy inbox messages I get on a daily basis. And, you know, that's where the story kind of came from, because a few years back, I was receiving a lot of spam mail. Oh, man. But there was this one one email I received that didn't go to spam and um, or junk mail, whatever. Yeah. And it was a woman and she was emailing me as if she knew who I was. And and, you know, like I didn't know her whatever maybe wrong email wrong that's, person that's the most creepiest shit ever right? so i told her i told her i'm like hey you know i'm not sure if you're you know you mixed up the email maybe you know but this is not the, the you're not trying to reach me i i really don't know you you don't know me but she kept on she kept on she kept on every day was like paragraphs paragraphs of of, of her telling me about her day and who she was and and wow. i was like this, this would be such a cool story <laughs> but with a twist you know yeah 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 you'll have to find out what the twist is when you read the book uh, it's available on amazon it's available at barnes and noble it's available at target it's available at walmart and it's available everywhere actually amazon yeah yeah, yeah. dude uh it's been amazing talking to you you Thank are you. a great guest, a great human being, man. Uh, I'm definitely going to wait for that book autograph. I'm going I'm I'm to put it on my shelf. That'll be my first one ever. Send me your information and I'll get that for you. For sure. Um, and thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, before we go, let the people where they can find you at. Yeah, sure. So, um, you can find me on Twitter at the inbox story. And then you can find me on Instagram at the inbox message. I'll link it in the description below when the video comes out. Don't worry about it. So bad at this. But yes, I, I am. Oh, you, it's, a, it's a learning curve. You'll learn. You, this is not, not going to be the first book you write. Okay. You're going to have many, many more to come. So. You know, it's practice. It's practice. This is your baby right now. Don't worry about it. You'll be good.